0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Amazing Individuals, where we talk to individuals with intellectual disabilities and people that support them. Today, we're going to be talking to Jordan Schubert. He's a special Olympian from Pennsylvania, and he also works for uh, uh, the Pennsylvania office as well. Hi, Jordan, and welcome to our show.
1: Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Um, Anytime, can you tell our listeners
1: where from Pennsylvania you're from? So I live in Westchester, uh, which is uh, about 35, 40 minutes uh, south of Philly. But actually, uh, I uh, grew up not too far from you. I used to live in Naperville.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I have cousins still that live in Aurora, and and then my cousin lives in Pittsburgh. And so, you know, That's right. I
1: remember you telling me that. That's awesome
0: yeah, we know the, um, uh, you know, we know Pennsylvania quite a bit. So, um, uh, how did you get involved with special Olympics
1: and what sports do you compete in? So I first got involved when I was, uh, 10 years old. My uh, mom, uh, signed me up, uh, to play basketball with the, uh, Western DuPage special recreation association, uh, and Westra. And, uh, uh, uh and I, love. Uh, I, uh, it took me a while to get a hold of it uh, from, uh, the start, but I, uh, really, uh, in- enjoyed it, uh, after a couple of seasons, uh, uh, winning my first gold medal, uh, my second year, uh, and then, uh, after, uh, or, or I graduated from middle school, I, uh, started playing basketball, uh, at Valley high school, uh, and, uh, also started playing softball with Westra, uh, uh, and, uh, one of my uh, favorite early memories, of course, I mentioned winning my uh, first gold medal in my second year. It was also on my mom's birthday, which, uh, was uh, pretty special. Uh, and, uh, and then, uh, after I, yeah, I moved to uh, Pennsylvania shortly after I graduated high school, I took a year off to focus on school, but then uh, decided to come back uh, and uh, continue playing basketball. Uh, also uh, picked up floor hockey and, uh, uh, one of the things I love to say about uh, every special everything I've done in Special Olympics, uh, whether it be basketball, all softball, floor hockey, I also played soccer for a little bit. Uh, uh, it's just being surrounded by great people, uh, athletes, coaches, and their families because uh, really they've become uh, an extension of uh, my own family uh, and uh, that's really uh, that's what really gave me the confidence to uh, go. Uh, even further uh, with uh, my work, uh, uh, which I'm sure you'll, uh, you probably have uh, questions about. So don't want to get too ahead.
0: Oh, no, that's okay, Jordan. I mean, yeah, I feel like, you know, like you said, I feel like, you know, um, Special Olympics is an extension of, you know, your family. It's like everybody's there to support people. It doesn't matter if uh, you come in first or, you know, last. It's you know, everybody's there to support you regardless of, you know, how you do, you know, exactly. So, so, yeah. Um, when did you become an athlete leader?
1: So, uh, that's a great question. Cause I never really officially became a, an athlete leader. I, uh, did, uh, kind of went, uh, into the back door. So, uh, I actually got my start in leadership capacity with, uh, unified champion schools. Uh, when I was in high school back then it was called uh, Project project I attended a youth summit uh, in uh, Nebraska during the 2010 uh, USA Games, and uh, that really taught me a lot about uh, what it meant to be a leader. Uh, and uh, so, got, uh, and then a year later, I uh, joined the National Youth Activation Committee for Special Olympics North America. And uh, a couple of years after that, I uh, got an internship uh, at Special Olympics North America. And uh, that summer, I attended a conference in uh, Charlotte. Uh, where I met, uh, uh, Matt Aaron, uh, Pennsylvania CEO. And, uh, during a, a dinner with the entire Pennsylvania staff, I found out about a job opening for an athlete. And, uh, I knew what a global messenger was, but I didn't know a ton uh, beyond that about, uh, athlete leadership. Uh, and, uh, so I did some uh, research of course, and, uh, that's how I really, uh, tried to sell myself, uh, in the interview and, uh, ultimately led to me getting this job, uh, and uh, even though I never officially got trained in anything, I uh, st- one of the things I've taken a lot of great pride in is uh, developing uh, our own materials uh, based on uh, stuff that other states have developed, and uh, as well as uh, adding our own uh, touch and uh, really uh, and and also uh, sharing uh, and, uh, with others uh, how they can really go above and beyond. Because uh, I've also done yeah. I've, even though I never was officially trained as a goal messenger, I still gave several speeches uh, and took a public uh, some public speaking classes uh, in high school and college. Uh, and then I've also served on some committees which uh, gave me uh, which is where I've gotten my governance skills. Uh, so those real life experiences are what really helped me uh, uh, in educating. Uh, I feel like over a hundred athlete leaders have gone through our training sessions uh, in the uh, nearly eight years I've been working for Special Olympics, Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, that's cool. Um, so, you know, what have you gained from that experience or what, you know, what, was what is your most, um, you know, your biggest accomplishment, you know, working, you know, for, uh, Pennsylvania?
1: I think my biggest accomplishment, uh, was, uh, uh, really, uh, sticking with something, uh, cause I did have to go through some difficulties when I first started the, uh, person who originally hired me, uh, left, uh, two months, uh, after I, uh, started. So I had to deal with some transition, uh, early on, uh, but, uh, th- uh having the right support from, uh, uh, other staff and then my new eventual supervisor, uh, as well as our senior leadership team. Uh, and that uh, really helped me, uh, having, uh, that, uh, support as well as the support from our local athlete, our current athlete leaders, as well as, uh, the lead volunteers from throughout the state, because uh, it really is a, a team effort uh, when it comes to athlete leadership. Uh, if uh, everyone, uh, your staff, uh, athletes, uh, their mentors, uh, are, it's uh, it really is an inclusive effort. Uh, and I think the biggest thing uh, that I've gotten out of this is uh, being able to really understand uh, people more than anything, because I hear. Uh, some people, some athlete leaders say that, uh, help give them a voice. Uh, but uh, I feel like with, uh, with my experience, it's really taught me how to listen uh, more than anything.
0: Oh, well, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Cause I think, and I think with you being an athlete, you know, it kind of, um, you know, makes people maybe feel comfortable coming to you more than coming to maybe a staff because, you know, they can relate to you a little bit better.
1: Yeah, certainly. So,
0: um you know, everybody needs a great support system. Who in your life is um your support system?
1: Uh I've had I've been very fortunate to have uh so many uh, great support uh systems. Uh uh, uh you know, most notably of course my parents uh they've uh, in any almost anything I've done in Special Olympics they they for the most part have uh, been there uh, and then uh, 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 also, uh, one of the uh, things that, you know, I talked about, uh, earlier how, uh, my teammates have really become part of my family and more especially the basketball team that I'm a part of right now. I'm actually at the, uh, house of one of my teammates and his dad is our coach. And I feel like, uh, we've really grown close a lot. Uh, uh, you know, right before the pandemic. And, uh, one of the things that I'm enjoying right now is just making up for all the lost time. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, you know, really uh, almost every staff member I've ever worked with in Pennsylvania has uh, really been supportive of me and my uh, efforts, uh, as well as uh, countless uh, athlete leaders and volunteers I've worked with. So uh, it's always, I'm, you know, I'm very fortunate to have all in anything I've done in Special Olympics to uh, have been with uh, such great people in any capacity.
0: Oh, that's good. I think, you know, um, if you could give any advice to people on how to interact with people with, uh, intellectual disabilities, what would it be?
1: Yeah, I would say to uh, try to treat uh, people with intellectual disabilities, uh, no differently, uh, than and you would uh, treat yourself or, or others, uh, the golden rule. Uh, and, uh, tr- uh, you know, some people may need a little more, uh, or, uh, Guidance, uh, but uh, it should all. We should all, as a society, really what we should be doing is allowing uh, people of any kind of ability a, a chance to see what they can do on their own. And if they uh, do struggle, certainly we can lift them up. But uh, it's always about giving everybody the opportunity to show what they can't do, rather than try to mask uh, what they can't do. I think that's what's uh, really important.
0: Oh, I I agree. I I think that you know. You know, I I feel like, you know, if somebody thinks, you know, doesn't know how to interact with us and ask a question or, you know, just, you know, and, you know, we'd be more uh, than likely to tell them, you know, you know, and then sometimes you can be surprised that, oh, you're just like me, but we just need a little bit more support. So,
1: yeah. And uh, the, the thing that I always laugh about is every time I tell someone about my disability, uh, they, uh you know, uh, you know sometimes some people may be offended uh, when because uh, so, I have that when I've said that uh, at a bar so, uh, one time someone asked me uh, how much I had to drink and uh, some people may be offended I just laugh at it uh, because uh, yeah I take it as a compliment when people see me for or what I can do not uh, and not see me as someone with a disability. Yeah that's kind of what I do as well you
0: know it's like you know if they don't know how to interact, I kind of just, Oh, they don't mean it. Or I kind of laugh it off so that, you know, and not take it personally. So, um, besides special Olympics, um, do you have any, um, hobbies or, or any, uh, special talents?
1: Yeah. So I uh, do like to cook a, a lot. Uh, I, have uh, ex- uh, been able to find s- one of the things, uh, since I've been home a lot during the pandemic, uh, try to find some, uh, great recipes, uh, he's, a uh, he's, a, uh, and then, uh, yeah, my parents and I have an agreement, uh, since I graduated from school, uh, to, uh, cook every Sunday. Uh, so that's really where I, yeah, I didn't like it at first, but now I love it, it, it even more. And, uh, you know, when, uh, they're out of town, I try to experiment, and, uh, with, uh, some recipes, which is always, uh, fun. Uh, and, uh, and I also, uh, oh, uh, Oh, enjoy traveling, uh, and, uh, getting to, uh, be with, uh, friends and family, uh, especially, uh, now that uh, we can do it more, uh, or, uh, or, uh, you know, cause one of the things that when I was invited uh, to attend the uh, 50th anniversary celebration in Chicago, a, a few years ago, I made sure or to say that more than anything, I wanted to, uh, sorry, bugs around on me, uh. I wanted to uh, be able to see uh, my family in Chicago uh, as well, uh, especially uh, seeing the, not only has Special Olympics had a great impact on me, but uh, also uh, oh, uh, on my uh, cousin, Sarah, uh, it's uh, really done a great uh, number for her, uh, or she was uh, really shy when she was little and now she has, she's made a ton of friends uh, from it and even became a gold messenger uh, recently herself
0: yeah i i've uh been on some zoom calls with sarah so um and she seems really nice and you know i can tell that you know i didn't realize that you know she was part of your family though which that'll be interesting you know when i see her next time yeah um and one of the other things that you have a passion about is um uh, if i remember
1: correctly is uh trains right oh yeah i love trains mm-hmm. and uh one of the things that i did uh, during the pandemic uh was uh, one of the few things that I could do was uh visit uh, the uh, Strasburg Railroad in uh near out near Lancaster where uh, a lot where the Amish live uh which was a little less than an hour from me uh and uh uh the, just a good way to uh relax for a little bit uh and uh yeah I've also uh taken some other uh, cool train trips uh in uh, throughout the country uh And uh, one of the things I would like to eventually do is uh, take a uh, cross country train trip uh, up on Amtrak, uh, uh, getting, uh, to, you know, know, it's uh, probably will take a good amount of time and a good amount of money. uh, So that's something I definitely, uh, but I, I, what I've heard uh, from others, definitely worth doing.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. So, um, well, I mean, thank you for jo- talking to me today, Jordan. I really appreciate it, um, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you again soon. You know, maybe in person.
1: You know, yeah, hopefully. definitely. And uh, you know, if uh, you ever want to go to a Cubs Pirates game at uh, PNC Park, I'll be either I'll be on the Turnpike like uh, before you know it. Oh, that would be cool. So that would be cool. So,
0: well, that wraps up another episode of Amazing Individuals. Um, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Jordan. Um, Before we end, we would like to remind everyone to make sure and get their COVID vaccines. Um, You're not just doing it for yourself, but you're doing it for the whole world. Uh, Stay healthy and stay safe. And remember that people with intellectual disabilities can live successful lives just like other people. So...